Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. What a day to be alive on a Thursday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. Merely Bo, the great Z. How are you? Awful. Why? You. What have I done? What I do? You know exactly I'm what you've done. I'm pure joy on a you Thursday. Know, there, was, there was a time where there was a book that went like just bonkers, right? Before things we said, things went viral. This book went viral. It went viral. Do you know what book I'm referring to? <sighs> book that went viral. What was that Dan Brown book about the... Uh, in the Mona Lisa. That one got a lot of... No. That one took off. Yeah, it did take off. What was That's that? That's not what I'm talking what about. What was that, Isn't that the Tom Hanks movie? Yeah, but what's the name of the book? I, I can't... Everybody I can't. read that book. For two years, everybody read that book. Da Vinci Code. Yes. All I could say was Angels and Demons, which I think was, was the prequel, but it was sequel. a sequel. Yes. But sequel that was a prequel. Right. Yeah. Da no, Vinci Code. wrong. That? No. The Secret. Great Expectations? And, no. No. The Secret. Oh, okay. The Secret was about manifesting. Putting things like that you wanted to happen out Saying into the out universe. Loud. Say them out loud. Acknowledging them. Yeah. Giving them kind of that, you know, what we would call spiritual credence in, sure. the, in the world. Yep. So that positive things, you know, would happen. Yeah. Now. I've heard of it. There is not a book called Negative Town that went viral. Where you speak all, negative things and poison into the air. And hope that those become true someday. So I'm no, and you've done that earlier here on this program. Not on the program. Uh, well, not in the program. Pre-program. And by the way, in the eyes of many, probably be viewed as a positive. None, zero people. To many, apparently, no. last zero. night, many, zero, many not were one. told. Not a single. You said it yourself. Many were told. Not a single. Not, That's what I, you said. No, I didn't say that. Actually, That's what you read. Um, not a single. No, stop it. You stop it right we have now. Perry and Winfrey coming in here. Yeah, shortly. that's exciting. That's going to be fun. I we got Perry on coming up. We have got, you know, you know, we had Browns Live Meet the Rookies last night, which was a blast. I know you loved it. Thank you for the feedback. You know, I had my DVR set for seven. <laughs> his hearings. I had it set for an hour. I had it at Grandpa level. I had it seven to eight. That's yeah. when I had it He set. missed that. That was a great one. That was yeah. a zing for you. What? I heard you. What are you talking about? If you heard him, why would you ask what we were talking about? That's kind of exactly counter. No, like meet the rookies. Like, I don't know. Did I miss the joke? Yeah, you did. Exactly. You did miss the joke. You did. But first of all, give a. Miss a day, miss a lot. Give it. Well, yeah, and you did yesterday. I missed Browns Live. I got to go back and DVR it. Give a. Well, it is on YouTube. I've tweeted the link out many times. People are watching. People have very much been enjoying it, which is always great to see. But give a. What I want to do right now is just turn the floor to nope, you because you that. have a major announcement. I, I don't have a major announcement. Grandpa's got a major announcement. Yes. Congratulations to my daughter, Marissa. Her husband, Jeremy. New baby boy this morning at 5 a.m. Bouncing baby boy. Baby boy. What's oh, it, what? Yes. Give us the name. Did they name him Gibba? I hope. To. Finley. He nice. will go by Finn. Finn? Finn? Yeah. Fine. I like it. McMissile? Is that his middle name? I like fan. So, and mom and baby are healthy. Everybody's good. Good. Uh, My wife, I I think, is home finally. She's been with them for – my daughter went into labor in the middle of our prom grand march Saturday night. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's a long labor. It's a long – it's long. God bless her. It has been a long process. 
So luckily wow. the baby held out, uh, and uh, baby boy as well. Everybody's doing good. I cannot so believe that we missed the opportunity to name him Gibbe. It, that's the middle name, <laughs> no. yeah? No, it is not. Why? What Gibbe. do you mean? G-I-B-B-E-H. Gibbe. Gibbe? Or Gibbe. Or you go yeah. with an A-Y? A-Y. G-I-B-B-A-Y. I think that's Finlay, a terrible idea. Gibbe. Sold. In. Very, very happy And he could them. be F-G for short. Very proud of her because she went through some things, I think, in the last four days. At one point, I checked in with my wife yesterday. I go, how's it going? She's like, well, I can tell you right now, this will probably be the only grandchild coming from this one. <laughs> oh, boy. She's like, I'm done. That's a I'm wrap. not doing this again. That's it. Yeah, we're not doing this again. <laughs> Hope yeah. everybody enjoyed it. I have not. There you go. We'll do. But I'm sure it was all worth it this morning at 5 a.m. Yes, for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. these will pass. It'll make you rethink it. Yeah, you're going to rethink it. You'll be safe. You're the first one of my like good friends to become a grandpa, though. That's Great. exciting. Thank you. Just thrilled about it. Yeah. I, I, I don't, he is, but also you, yes. Gramps is going to be. Very, I'm very I, excited. I do look forward to, at least for the couple months, a steady diet of going, hey, Gramps, you paying attention? Yeah. He's, that's what I said. Like he's like, I was in Gramps the middle listening of tweeting earlier. out that what was, was coming up on the Gramps. show. Gramps. Yeah, because that couldn't have happened before 1 o'clock. I was molding young minds here. Braden's going to run the board after Perrion's interview. You were molding. I'm young turning mind. over. I'm turning over the board. Oh my god! How 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 uh, panicky were you yesterday when we had the hollow bike on me on the, uh, on the yeah? Interview? I knew, knew exactly what the problem. You knew exactly was. what was going on. I called Connor with a K. Yeah, nice. I was like, "What are you doing? What have you done? What have you done to my board? It, this board sucks. <laughs> we're going to get a new board. We actually have it already. I just have to install it. Which you're installing it? Of course. Because who that else feels is going like, to? That feels like Drew. That feels I like, don't. Feels like a but Drew like, I can't, I can't ask Drew to install honest. a radio board. Drew is the maestro of a lot of things. Of everything. Like, it's all wires, He's got right? a lot of stuff. Yeah, look. Look It's look at that. Look behind there. It's just a clean mess. It's like spaghetti. <laughs> it is like spaghetti. <laughs> Good Lord. It's a CBD mailbag day. Tweet us your questions at Browns underscore daily. Use the hashtag ask. CBD. We'll get to as many as we can around 1.30 today. The PGA Championship is underway. I don't even know what's going on with it. Well, Jimbo Fisher took over my day. I mean, I know we have it later. Thank God, because it's the most entertaining thing you're going to hear all day today. It's unbelievable. I can't wait. We have Perry and Winfrey on and the Fisher stuff. Super. Even that. Yep. It's so bat blank crazy. I can't wait what for you to transpired break. In the, what's transpired in the Southeastern Conference in the last I can't hours. wait for you to break this all down for me. It's amazing. I've seen, like, highlights and clips. But, oh, and wait, do you I don't know it? the full backstory. Yeah. When you so. hear it, it just defies all logic. Oh, man. It's Field, stunning. Field Yates had the best tweet of the day so far that I've seen. He's like, uh, schedule update. They'll play this Saturday at 3.30. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's go. So they've done a, a tremendous job, right, of, of creating a lot of hype. That's what it sounds like to me. They yeah, have. But normally everybody in the SEC, it's it's all about living in harmony. And we root for each other. And, yeah. you know, the we, South want, will rise we, again. Want, we yeah. want the SEC to be successful. This is. This ain't that. He's gone and nuked the entire SEC. Saban. I mean, Saban took sh- direct shots. Fisher responded back. It feels to me a little like a knife in a gunfight situation. But it may more appropriately be a spoon in a gunfight situation. Jimbo Fisher holds a spoon. Yeah. Well, but he wielded it today. Jimbo, you actually got to beat he, him. Did he. he really did. To be the best, you got to beat the best. So he is the only assistant of Sabans to beat him. So he does have that going for him, which is nice. 
Um, get your mailbag questions in. I mentioned that PGA Championship underway. Rory was leading last I saw, but I haven't checked in about 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, John Daly got off to a nice start and looks spectacular. Oh, I love it. Tiger, pretty predictable. Um, gets off to a decent start. I mean, as soon as I saw him walking down the first fairway with using his three-wood as a cane, I knew we were in trouble. But he was literally using it to prop himself up the entire walk down. And the ESPN cameras got close. He was like, give me a minute. Give me, let me breathe, man. I'm 46 years old. Do you have to be on me all the time? I know. And the answer is yes. Yes, we, we do. do. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, McElroy, five under through 13. Burmeister, Zalatoris at minus, minus three. There's someone else at minus three, too. Daly was at two at one point and kind of around. Pop quiz, when is the last time the state of Ohio hosted a major, and where did it host it? Hmm. PGA Tour major or senior any tour? No, no, PGA. PGA. There is only one. I don't think the others count. Okay. That would I know, like, Scioto in 18. Was Scioto was the U.S. Open, senior U.S. Open. But PGA, okay. PGA Tour, guys in their prime. Canterbury? Last major. No. Canterbury. What year and what comp and what? Uh, it course? could be Canterbury, because Hogan there was a major at Canterbury. Yeah, there was my, Canterbury's my hosted majors for sure. Yep. So none of those. Not it's Canterbury. Not Muirfield. Never. So no, I don't know. Nineteen ninety three. Your near your old stomping grounds, Inverness. Oh, oh sure, sure. Inverness sure. in ninety three. Paul Azinger won it. So it's been nearly thirty years since Ohio has hosted a major. We haven't hosted a U.S. Open since since like 1950. Now, if Jack would give or up no, the no, 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 that was a U.S. Open. I was that was Scioto hosted 1950. Um, the Columbus area, which has four of the top 100 courses in the world, last hosted a major in 1964 at Columbus Country Club. Why? I mean, there are Columbus has got four in the top 100. We have several good ones up here. Inverness is great. Uh, Camargo Club down in Cincinnati is great. Uh, Firestone. And nothing. 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 How's that possible? It doesn't seem like it po should be possible. It's not right. That's for sure. No, it's not. It's definitely I, now, not right. It, is the problem the memorial? So Jack could get it at Muirfield. Yes. He could absolutely host it at Muirfield. It's perfectly set up for it. He does not want to skip one year of the memorial tournament. And he would have to. In order to yeah, do secure it. it, especially where they are now, there was a thought that he wouldn't have to on the PGA when it was in August. But now that it I mean, the Memorial Tournament's in two weeks, it's sandwiched in between. So it goes PGA two weeks later, Memorial two weeks later, U.S. Open. So he wouldn't want he didn't want to give up the, the Memorial to host a U.S. Open in two weeks. So but and when the PGA was in August, maybe he could have done that. They've had Ryder Cups, President Cups, all that. No majors, though. That's the place. And I think he ought to. I think everybody down there would want that. I think golf ends in Ohio would want it. It's the best course in the state for those type of things. It's built as a stadium course. And as a maybe as a final feather in his cap, he brings a major back to Ohio. But he would have to give up one year of the memorial, and right now he doesn't want to do it. Why? I don't know. I, I don't know. I wish I wish that he would. I wish that he would. I wish he would do. Because I think it I think it would be a win for everybody. To do it I once. have a great time. Yeah, but he, he's unwilling. He just does not want to skip the year on the Memorial. Is he worried about the Memorial not being able to come back, like the PGA Tour won't mm, come back? I think he's – no, 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 no. I don't think it's that. I just think that – you know, I think he views the Memorial 
Like there's certain people in that area who view the memorial as sacred. Like that's it's his sacred. baby. It's his baby, and he, he views it in his mind as like it is a major. In his mind, it's a major. They always, when you're down there covering it, they they push that fifth major. And I'm always quick to say, well, you know what? So does the players so does is the fifth major. Yeah. So, you know, players does it at Firestone. It felt like a fifth major when when they had the World Golf Championship. So there's a lot of them that push that out there. They do a great, wonderful job. I just think in a one-off, it would be a win. Oh, huge win. And the only place up here that could probably do it is probably Firestone yeah. in terms of – because you have to have the parking, and they clearly know how to do that. But they're they're off the grid, man. Totally. They're off the grid. Without the sponsorship, they lost it. I, I don't know. I, I just – like you said, there's way too many good golf courses – in the state of Ohio, Way for there many. for there to be only one PGA Tour stop a year. Yeah, I, I think what Jack would love for is for like a, the PGA Championship to be at Scioto or something, but Scioto can't get long enough for these guys. Right, they've tried. I mean, it's in it's on a city block. It's, there's nowhere else to stretch. It's it. landlocked completely. Yeah, and there's no there's no parking down there for it. That's the problem with the courses up here too. There, there's no place to put all the people no. other than Firestone. No. Firestone has an ability to, to do that. They're the only ones, though. Um, but anyway, I'd like to see it done. I would, too. I think it would be great for – it's a great golf state, and it would be great to have a, a tournament of that level of importance, one of the majors. Just I would, don't I would do it in May it. or June where it could rain every day. That's Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, real quickly, a couple of things coming across the wire. Mr. Tom Bomber, good friend Tommy Clayco, said, can we please start calling Gibbe, Grandpa Gibbe, Grampy Gibbe, Grampy Gibbe. Yeah, I think we can. No. I think it would be even funnier. Your request you know has been how, denied. You know how kids like now. I like Grandpa Gibbe. You know, you know now how, how people who are grandparents don't want to be called Grandpa and Grandma, so they have to have another name yeah. for it. I think it would be funnier if we called him, like, what are some of those names that Peepaw. are out there? Like, people. Look, if it organically it's happens, Peepaw. then I it's get Peepaw. it. Like, whatever's oh. going to happen is going to happen. Now we're talking. Oh, man. Look now at we're this. Talking. Now we're about to be cooking with All gas. All right. Perry and Winfrey coming in. Studio. By the way, your hat Fantastic. is spectacular. Thank you. It's Bootsy's. I stole it from him. Did Good you? For you. It's great. No lies I talked here. him into it. I knew he'd like it. It's great. Yeah, he was trying to go for some colorful thing. I'm no. like, no, black clover leaf. That's your win. Trust me on that. I'll send, I'll share some pictures with you. I think instead of at BGSU Gibbs, he should now be at Peepaw Gibbs. At Peepaw Gibby? At, at Peepaw, Peepaw Gibby. See if that's taken. At Peepaw Gibby. I bet it's not. The next level's next. <laughs> no, Perry on Winfrey is Perry next. Perry on Winfrey's next. Yeah. We're Gibbe. off and running. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Tickets for all Cleveland Browns home games on sale right now. For more information, visit clevelandbrowns.com. And now joined in studio by Perrion Winfrey. Real quickly, before I jump in here, I know you're sure. going to get rolling here. but Sure, no, I mean, it's your show. Your Twitter handle, at P Don't Play. We all know this. Right, right, yeah. right. Peepaw back here tweets out Peepaw. quite the treat to kick off a Thursday edition of Browns Daily with at Bo Bishop and at Nathan Zagura. Browns rookie defensive tackle Perry on Winfrey joins us now live in studio. Peepaw doesn't even know about how to use the Twitter. Oh, Peepaw. Peepaw. It's okay, Peepaw. We're going to get you up I on technology. I use it. Uh, apparently not. At P don't play. That's all you have to play. Proof apparently. would be in Peepaw. the pudding. That's right. Peepaw. Proof would be yeah. in the pudding. The Earlier in the pudding. Earlier. By the way, with the pudding, just take your time. Take your time. Take That's your right. Time. Gentle. <laughs> earlier today, <laughs> earlier today, Bone made a joke. 
<laughs> I said, Peapod doesn't respond. So I said, Peapod, did you hear the joke? Yeah, I was listening. What'd you guys say? Well, if, well, if you were listening, well, if you were listening, you I'm not ready hurt. to be a grandpa no time soon. <laughs> That's it, rough, quick downhill apparently. Really is lose it right away. Right away. <laughs> you had uh, you had I think one of the coolest moments in the draft. Um, There's no doubt. What I loved about it so much, and I think what so many people around here loved about it so much, is because. Um, when, when we see something like that happen, you think about how you would respond to it. And I think right. most people would respond the way you did and right. be um, as emotional as you were. Did you have any idea that when that emotion came out of you, A, that it was coming, or B, that it would lead to what has happened since? I I didn't think that it would lead to what happened next. Like, like. I haven't even put on the helmet yet, for real. And I'm getting spotted in the grocery store, the, yes. the the gas station. Like it's not one day that has went by where I haven't ha- had at least five people asking for a picture. Like not one day. It just blows my mind. Like I just be walking around and random people walk up to me like, "Yo, there's no way." <laughs> and I'm like, "How do you even know who I am yet?" So yeah. That's awesome. All right. This so this is hey, number one. That's Cleveland, right? right? Cleveland and Browns fans are crazy. Right. But what you did, as Bo pointed out, you connected with so many people yeah. on a raw emotional right. level. First of all, you're incredibly charismatic, and your delivery is phenomenal. It's captivating, right? right? You can bring people in through the screen. So I have a buddy, the kid, who is. Some people would say a sandbagger golf. Neither here nor there, though, really, for, for the point of this is he saw your opening press conference and listened to the interview that we did with you on the radio after that. And the kid was like, get me a Winfrey jersey. That's my guy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love so, it. So, like, you immediately became, as you said, and now you're going to get an opportunity to, to get people even more excited when we right. get you out there on the field. But I think there is something so relatable about that. And then there are, I think, quite frankly, a lot of people who wish that they had the gift of gab that you have, the right. ability to cut a captivating promo like right. that. True. You can put butts in the seats. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's crazy because we were just at Capitol Grill yesterday, and I seen this random guy who was sitting down. He was like, Perion. I turned around, and he was right there. I'm like, yeah, how you doing? He was like, I'm a season ticket holder. He was like, I usually don't buy people's jerseys because they be coming and they're going, but I swear I'm buying your jersey. Oh, yeah. And that's that was what he wants. Yeah. Get me now a you... win for you. <laughs> that's a great kid. That's how he talks. Yes. Yeah, that is how he talks. Um, what, what I think is, is really interesting is you played at a Mount Rushmore college football program right. in Oklahoma where it matters so much to play there. Um, and you, you are drafted by a place that is very similar. Right. And so you were probably in some way, and I think most people know that around football, that you're going to go play for the Browns. It's yeah. a rabid fan base. Um, but this feels like it's even superseded your expectations on that a little bit. Do I right. have the read on that right? Uh, definitely, definitely. I didn't think – I didn't – obviously because I wasn't a Cleveland Browns fan growing up because I'm not from Cleveland, so mm-hmm. I never knew that it was this crazy. So just to come in and see how intense it is – I can't wait to actually be in the stadium and put on the pads because I, I, I just know it's going to be a movie, especially right next to the dog pound. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. So you're buddies with Greg. Right. We've talked about that. Yeah. Did he t- like? Did he prepare you for what it was going to be like? Because he experienced it too. Now, coming from Northwestern, right. very different. But he's right. been here and he, he knows – and he's embraced the city. Right. He's at every Cavs game, sitting in the front row, exactly. all of those things. Did he tell you it was going to be like this? And even with being told right. that it still exceed anything right. that could be told? He told me he didn't think that when I came here it was going to be how it is. Like, he's he's shocked himself as how many times I get spotted daily. Like, last night we were at the gas station. I was the only one who got out the car um, going to get something to drink. And this random guy just pulls up on me. It's like, Perion. I'm like, 
I just turn around. Greg hops out the car because he thinks the guy is trying to do some dangerous stuff, and he just he just wants the picture with me and Greg. So it's just <laughs> crazy seeing all this happen for real, for real. So, so jump up cautiously, though, people. <laughs> I was gonna say, give him some space. Well, like, you do, and you're a large human. You're yes. a, you are a large human being. Right. You know, right. Cautious, you know, cautiously yeah. approach. You, you know, we cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Chill a little bit. We don't need to be jumping you at the gas station, man. No, no, crazy. Please don't. At your own peril, man. Yes. Yeah, seriously. So you went you went out to the Capitol Grill, Greg's twenty second birthday. Right. Good time there? Yo, yeah. great time, great time for sure. We were with some friends, some of the a, a couple of the other guys on the team. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know their names yet. I'm okay. like, You're learning, listen. Yeah, I'm learning their names. Why the names are on the jersey. Yeah, I know faces though, but yeah, we had a great time. We had this one appetizer, it was like uh Cheese wrapped with bacon. It was crazy. If y'all go to Capitol Grill, y'all gotta try it. <laughs> for sure. You like? What did you end up getting? What was? What was uh, your I, I got a filet mignon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. How do you have your steak cooked? There's only one answer to this for us, anyway. Medium rare. Ah. Uh, uh, that's dude. it. That's the only way. What his name? Forty two. Forty two. Curtis, something. He he got medium rare yesterday. He tried to force me to get it. There was no. What way are you doing? Hold on. What do you do here? Medium. Man? I just go medium. Okay. No. Listen, go no, me- no, medium no, rare. No, I used no, to go well done. I'm. I'm okay. I'm you're going working. There. You're yeah, working. working. Okay. It. I was yeah. gonna say that was gonna be the first like maybe yeah. the first demerit there. No. We came out here with a well done on. No. Period. No. I was no. Like, oh my goodness. Nathan grew up on a ranch in Montana. They raised cattle, and he had a dad. And it, and one of the things his dad said was, if you're gonna eat beef, you eat it medium rare. You don't eat it at all. That's right. If you're gonna eat a steak. That's right. So that's something that I took note of it immediately and then i've been doing it ever since and so that's the way that it's gone and my father taught me the same thing i was gonna say you come from a long line of croatian carnivores and we crush it demand rare. Medium rare or rare or you, rare you can even yeah. get rare. rare you're gonna like yeah rare, not me man. not for me no you can yeah. both <laughs> you're gonna get there i'm gonna try i'm gonna there. try medium no. rare you're next time do. i go out here's what beautiful here's what you do let's do we will wade into it right maybe next order go medium what is it medium meat no medium medium rare yeah you say that Medium, medium rare. Then you get in between, mm-hmm. and then you get to medium rare. Then you get you're going to like it. It's 129 degrees, red, perfect, still right. warm, right? The all juice the flavoring, just enough for the fat to melt and matriculate into the meat, but you don't lose anything because mm-hmm. you know medium. You start to lose, you get a little more of the gray in there. We're talking top to bottom, red, delightful. Forget a man it. of your spirit, I think, demands yeah, it. Right. Yes, okay. Yes. I, I definitely got to try it. Next He's time come a long way, though. He's come from well done. Yeah. So we're, we're making <laughs> Long we're getting break. there. Yeah, we're making progress. You know, which the, is good. the cool thing ab- about you is obviously uh, all of the all of the stuff we're talking about, and we're not even talking about how good you are. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> all of this part, is like, yeah. that's right. Like, you're such a great personality. Just immediately, everyone wraps our, the fan base wraps their arms around you. And I don't know how many people who already love you just love you for the p- personality and have no idea how great you are. Right. And We've seen how great you are. That's the quarterback from Iowa home. State. That's what I didn't said. go well. <laughs> I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's able to answer. Uh, uh, quite but frankly, that part of it. How excited are you to say? Wait, do right. you get a load of me? Exactly. That's that's the part I keep telling everybody about. Uh, that's what I told the guy at the restaurant about. Like, I'm glad you buy my jersey, but just just wait till I put the pads on. You're gonna be trying to buy a couple of jerseys. I'm just excited to be out there with guys like Miles Garrett. Hopefully, Jadavion Clowney comes back, and I know. When I have those guys next to me in the secondary that we have, I feel like I'm virtually unstoppable because there's nothing that I'm worried about. I feel like we have no weaknesses on our defense, whether it's the secondary or the, the linebackers or the um, D-line. There's a lot of talent yeah, here. There's, there's, there's tons, a whole yeah. lot of talent on defense. I've never been on a talent more, more talented defense like this before in my life. 
So here's the thing that I don't know people appreciate, and, and I don't know if you would agree with this assessment or if you would feel comfortable agreeing with it, but you played a lot of no's in college. Right. You're going to be playing a lot of three-tech yeah. here. There's a big difference in what you're asked to do right. at those two positions. One, you're trying to eat space, take on double teams, and allow right. other people to make plays. It's a three-technique. They want you penetrating yeah. and making plays in the backfield and getting out the court, which you're exactly. very good at. Right. So you could make a case that in college – you played a lot of the time out of position, out of necessity because of your size, right. and that's what you're trying to do in that defense. But you are actually going to be in a system now and in a scheme and in a position that actually suits your skills right. better. Exactly. Do you agree with that? Definitely, definitely agree with that. And I feel like it's just the the transition has been smooth so far because a lot of the plays that we're running now were a lot of the plays that we were running at the Senior Bowl. So I feel like the transition has been uh, uh, definitely easier because I just came in really knowing like some of the calls and like some of the names already just because we were at the Senior Bowl and then it's just exciting to know that the Senior Bowl was just a glimpse of what I could do at three. And that's what I say at the Senior Bowl you did right. play three tech right. and and you were the MVP. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. No. The ball's not going to spike itself. No, we'll yeah. spike it for you. We'll spike it for you. We're not afraid at all. No. Um, you, you, the other thing that comes with it is is you know when you think about perfect storms, part of that make getting a perfect storm is opportunity. And opportunity in the middle of this defense is here. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of young guys. Um, there's a lot of room to fight for playing time. Um, when, when you when it all settled on draft day and you were able to, to your point, I mean, not how, how familiar can you be with every team in the NFL? But when you were able to look at the depth chart and go, okay, there is there's oppor- there's a, right. probably as much opportunity here at defensive tackle as right. there is as anywhere in, in the, the league. league. Right. That's right. See, at first I was. Obviously, because I felt like I didn't shouldn't have been slipped to the fourth round. I was pissed at first, but then sure. after a while, I was actually happy. I felt like I was blessed to be in the position that I was in to be able to play around the people that I could be able to play around. I felt like I was like this was the perfect fit for me. Like everything about Cleveland just fits my personality, and the dog pound itself it just matches my identity as a whole. So after a while, I started to fall in love with the fact that I became a Cleveland Brown from the moment I got drafted. To be honest, realizing that I was going to be a part of something special. It's awesome. I'll take you back to the day that you got drafted. We came in here, and it was obviously the Browns had the third pick of, of the day. And I remember going into the cafe before, and Peepaw was like, where are you? The show's starting. And I'm like, I'm here, Peepaw. <laughs> relaxed. I'm tell, you know, i got plenty Peepaw. of time here. So I'm down in there. I'm down in there in the cafe, and I ran into a couple people in our front <clears throat> office and a couple of the, the coaches on D that, that I know. And uh, a couple, we were just kind of got to talking, and they're like, you know, who do, who do you like here? What do you think we're going to do? Perrion Winfrey, duh. And, and they all were like, they all gave me the look where it was like, I knew we were picking you. Right. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yes. And right. so, and then sure enough, so it happened. So it's sometimes, and the one thing that you're going to, I think you'll learn and you'll find very quickly, and as soon as you get out there and put the pads on, like where you got drafted matters. Of course it matters on the sure. track, of course. And it matters in the length of the leash that they would give somebody who is not meeting the expectations they right. had for them. Right. But once you get out there and play, Nobody oh, talks about yeah, that. It's exactly. about who can play. Real talk. And I know you're going to be able to play. You're right. gonna, And I know you're going to work to make sure that you're able to do that. Exactly. And I think that's what's cool about it. And it gives you a little chip on your shoulder. Not that you right. needed one. You were born a dog. We know right. you had no choice. <laughs> it definitely was added motivation just seeing my name slip in the draft. And then it just clicked in my head. Like, once the draft is over, we're all rookies. Like, yeah. like, like five stars and four stars in college. Like, once you get to college – those stars don't matter. You got to go out there and perform. So I'm just ready to be able to go out there and just show the world what I can do. I like what you, real talk. That's uh, yeah. how he described it. Real talk. That's real just, talk happens on the field. Yeah. Did you that's ever what I say to my son Bootsy? That's real right. Talk. Real talk. Is, this, is that a real, real talk or the real yeah. truth, Bootsy? <laughs> do you um, 
Did you in your time at Oklahoma? Were you ever able to drive the the schooner sooner? No, <laughs> they don't. They get let you near that thing. No, I wouldn't have got near it if I if I could. I'm not gonna lie. That thing to tipped you. over, man. Yeah, I know that was crazy. Did that tip over when you were there? No, it was a year before I came. You're aware of this. I've they seen had the this, footage. The little the little chuck wagon comes out. Yeah, they the little 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 horses. Yeah, like the Oregon Trail. And then it, yeah, dysentery. It, they don't even. It does, they don't even let it run like run no more. Like, it, like oh, now they go. They score like they just like. It's like slow. It just like walks around. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back Smart in. man, listen. Yeah. Too risky. Yeah, too, risky. too risky. Can't risk it. You get ever near those horses? How big are those things in real life? They're they're actually huge. I'm not gonna lie to you because I I actually know the girl and her mom who own the the horses Boomer and Sooner. So we have actually have been at their um at their farm and rode with the horses. So yeah, they're they're huge. That's incredible. Yeah. You I love, love this. Oh, I love, <laughs> oh, you love I love a college mascot. Well, I think that, and their dedication to that setup has always amazed me because it, oh, it's yeah. fallen more than once. It's tipped right. more sure. than once. Yeah. I think the only horse in the NFL is in Denver. Yeah, I'm they run mistaken. that white horse. Yeah. And it's a it's a beaut. It's a, it's beautiful a gorgeous steed. steed yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt it's yeah. Wait, it's like a real real horse. They have a real horse. They have a lady who rides the horse after they like do tech. good stuff. You know, Texas Tech has got yeah. the, that horse yeah. similar to that. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. It, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. We'll get the mile. M Rock. M Rock. Yeah. Oh, M Rock in the same hoodie as I'm in. Well, we have Swagger. Guy. Have you met Swagger yet? No, I haven't met Swagger. Swagger Jr. He's a dog. Hey, oh, yeah, Junior. Yeah, we're okay, a Junior. Ju- now. Yeah. Number two, the Deuce, the deuce. as I call him. Yeah, as it was. <laughs> as, as we, we, we Goose. Thanks, Goose. Um, yeah, so the way do you see the dog? Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Man, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a big dog. It is a big dog. It's got to be closer to the size of a pony. It's like a bull mastiff or something, right? Yeah, it's an American mastiff. Yeah, it's a gorgeous dog. It's a beaut. Yeah, it's a you'll beaut. like him. I think you'll like him. So when you were at Oklahoma, one of the biggest Oklahoma fans is Jim Ross, right. who was used to be the announcer for the WWE. Now is announcing for AEW wrestling. Did you guys ever interact? Oh, he interacted a lot. Definitely, I a think lot. he probably is. Rec- has he been recruiting you? A little bit here and there. Yeah, there's no doubt <laughs> so in my mind that he was recruiting. Are you kidding me? This guy's ready to go out there and cut a promo. Oh, and yes. Fill a fill a stadium right now. <laughs> it's on. It's over. Let's go. Let's play, go. Play, I mean, we, we want a long, fruitful NFL career. Yes. Right. And then. And then, if you so choose. That's right. Yes. A transition. Long Definitely. and fruitful. But you're not. So people know how good you are at the microphone in your hand talking and getting animated. Right. But you went karaokeing. Man. For Mr. Newsom's birthday, most definitely. What did you select as the song? And in your opinion, did you crush it? We we were, we we sung uh, "Charlene" by Anthony Hamilton, and we absolutely <laughs> crushed it, crushed it, crushed it. I wish I had a video for you guys. I wish you did too. We there is probably nobody else in that karaoke room that could have done what we did. It was unbelievable. There's nobody else. <laughs> so was it just like you guys do it and then just a drop? Yeah, we just drop the bike and walk. Electric factory. <laughs> will you come back? Come back and join us. Be a regular. You know yeah. I will. That's try. my guy. You know yeah. I will. Uh, Great by the way, next you. time try try the bone in ribeye. Okay. Yeah. Bone in ribeye, medium rare. Okay. Medium rare. No I think you're going to yeah. be happy. I think you'll be happy with <laughs> There's that. There's no doubt he's going to be happy. You throw a 24 ounce cowboy ribeye on the bone there, medium rare, the marbling, the flavor, the rib cap. Yeah. You got to be ready to go back today. You, you run it your back. Beak on the rib cap. Oh, the rib cap alone is worth the price of admission. So soft, even Peapaw can get it. Peapaw can get three. Yeah, no, it get, takes yeah, him a while. You're going to make it, Peapaw. <laughs> Perry, don't follow, don't follow them down that rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, no. Don't this is, follow them. The water's this is warm. where you want to be, right in here. Right. Water's I'll, warm. There's a reason he's behind the glass, right? <laughs> Perry oh, McBride Studio. Great pleasure, buddy. Oh, Thank what you. a Thanks treat. for stopping by. Yes. Definitely. Much more to come. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Car, truck, or motorcycle accident cause you injury, call the injury lawyers at 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk's a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. It's a mailbag edition of the program. Tweet your questions to Peepaw Gibbe at Browns underscore daily. Use the hashtag AskCBD, and we'll get to those at 1.30 um, for that. How should I set this up with Fisher and Saban? Should we? Should I talk to pre- me pretend like, that there is a baseline to, understanding so, of what's going on? No, talk to me like I'm Peepaw. <laughs> well, Gibby has a baseline understanding. I think I'm going to ignore him, and I'm just going to keep talking to you, Bo. Yes, sir. Because um, right I, I mean, nothing. Tomorrow's never promised, as we all know. <laughs> um, was that a threat? So last night, was name that a it on my life. No, I, I was talking to Bo. Like I don't know. Maybe I won't see him tomorrow. <laughs> Nothing's promised. Tomorrow's well, never promised. Well, th- that's true. It's very possible. I mean, you know. It's all in play. A lot of people would make you good partners. You won't see me tomorrow. Obviously, name <laughs> Well, if Bo's not here tomorrow, we're in real trouble. <laughs> Is there a show? <laughs> if I'm not here and you're not here, definitely not. There's no show. Um, name image likeness came up in a kind of a town hall forum that Nick Saban was at last night. Uh, obviously it wasn't was just that. Boosters. It was in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. Um, Man, this is a great understanding he's got. The, yeah, I knew that Gibby would have a good feel for it. So it was a seven-minute diatribe. I cut down to like two and a half minutes because it's stunning. Yeah. So there's a lot to this. Um, name image and likeness became uh, a full go about a year ago. Yep. College athletes could make money on the name image and likeness. The problem was the NCAA was uh, ruled by the the Supreme Court to be in violation. Of, of of antitrust laws and were and their laws were pr- were ruled by the Supreme Court to be ones that would not hold up that essentially they were running what the, the game they were running was illegal so once that happened the individual states scurried to pass individual state name, name image and likeness laws okay some are vastly more lenient than others right the intent of name image and likeness was little Nate goes to campus all-star quarterback at Arizona. All-American quarterback at Arizona. Oh, you baby. can then sell Let's Go Nate Z t-shirts. You could go to the Tucson All over strip Tucson. mall and sign some stuff. Enjoy your time. Uh, you can endorse Nike or, or whatever you'd like. Or and you're nice on your Instagram or a nice old-fashioned. Yeah. And maybe sure. an extracurricular activity at that place. Who knows? You can do those things. Not a bourbon, though, because they would. there are certain things that they had above that you couldn't do. So that was the well, intent. You could imagine. And you could imagine, let your imagine run wild. What has happened, what had happened was these individual states then passed these laws that allowed for organized collectives to directly financially incentivize players to sign with institutions. Some of the states have rules that are far more lax than others. The most lax state in this in the last recruiting cycle was, to the surprise of no one, the state of Texas. Okay? So the state of Texas ruled that collectives could directly give money, and collectives are basically a group of organized boosters, could directly give money to recruits to entice them to sign at Big State U. In this case, Texas A&M. 
Other states' rules are more restrictive, where the collectives cannot speak to, to recruits directly. They cannot speak direct. The collectives cannot speak with coaches to get to recruits. They're By supposed the way, to be independent. Who came up with the name collective? I don't know, it's but so I like ridiculous. it. I love it. I would rather be a consortium. That would be better. They're both great. Love a good consortium. Consortium would be great. Yeah. All right. So fast forward to the recruiting cycle. Texas A&M has the number one class in the country. Alabama has the number two class in the country. Alabama's state laws on this are more strict than Texas. I know that may be a surprise, but that's the reality of the situation. Alabama can entice with name, image, and likeness. They cannot directly have their collectives, as of now, pay recruits to come to school they can in Texas. That is the setup for what you are about to hear. So this is last night in Birmingham at a World Games event, which I don't know what the hell that is all about. Yeah, the games of what the it world. is. Games of the world held in Birmingham where Saban's talking. Saban's got a lot up his chest. The one thing I'll say before we play this is, Typically, when Saban does stuff like this, you ought to pay attention because he's telling you what's happening, and he's saying, if you don't fix it, I will. That's usually what's happening here. And I'll, I'll tell you what, most directly what he's doing when this is over. But here's Nick Ooh. Saban from last night. Our job is not to buy you to come to school here. And I don't know how you manage your locker room, and I don't know if this is a sustainable model. Uh, because one of you folks are going to give some player that comes to our school a bunch of money to come to our school. And then you're going to come to the game in full strut, I think, and I'm going to tell everybody I got that guy to come to Alabama. And then he's not going to play, and he's going to transfer, and you're going to say, I'm never going to do this again. All right, so I don't know how it works. I don't, I don't know how you sustain a model like that. Now, I know that we're going to lose recruits because somebody else is going to be willing to pay them more. Um, but name, image, and likeness is something that's here. And I think the more supporters that we have for the University of Alabama in all sports right, that are willing to sponsor players, whatever you want to call it, use them in your business to help your business, that's going to help our programs. Um, the thing that I fear is at some point in time, they're just going to say, we're going to have to pay players. If we start paying players, we're going to have to eliminate sports. All right? And this is, this is all bad for college sports. I mean, we probably have, what, 450 people on scholarship at Alabama, whether they're women's tennis players, women's softball players, golfers, you know, baseball players, non-revenue sports that, should, that have for years and years and years been able to create a better life for themselves because they've been able to get scholarships and participate in college athletics. That's what college athletics is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be something where people come and make money. And you make a decision about where you go to school based on how much money you're going to make. You should make a decision based on where you have the best chance to develop as a person, as a student, and as a player, which is what we've always tried to major in. And we're going to continue to do that. And hopefully there's enough people out there that are want to do it but I know the consequence is going to be difficult for the people who are spending tons of money to get players. And you've read about them. You know who they are. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. Here's the deal with this. Um, He's, he's on the right path on a lot of it. What this is is a not-so-veiled It's a not so veiled threat. I don't even know if it's a threat or an ask or a demand of Alabama. 
get your acting gear in the state legislature and make our rules the same as Texas. Yep. And boosters, go get your money loaded up. That's what it is. It's a plea. It is a demand mm-hmm. because he runs the state. So it's a demand. We got to get this done now because this isn't sustainable. The big problem I have here is him throwing in the non-revenue sports. This is a guy who makes $11.5 million a year. Yes. The idea that he's worried about non-revenue sports is, is laughable, man. Laughable. He ain't. Football should have been pri- privatized a long time ago. So that happened last night. This morning it's going viral. I'm in the middle of doing my other job this morning, about 9 o'clock in the morning. That's right. And I get a notification, press conference, 10 a.m. Eastern, College Station. Now, for full dis- full full transparency, I've talked to Jimbo Fisher before, in person several times when he was at Florida State. Yeah. He is not the most composed individual anyway. Not the most polished. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But he had a presser today, and it was something else. Here's a portion. First of all, I'll say it's a shame that we have to do this. It's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. And they broke state laws. They're, they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen, and it's ridiculous. But when, when he's not on top, and the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families and Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right. But we're, not, we're always going to be here. We're doing a heck of a job. These coaches have done a great job. Our players have done a great job. The whole organization of recruiting people. It's despicable that we got to sit here at this level of ball and, and say these things to defend the people of this organization, the kids, 17-year-old kids and their families. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. And it's despicable. It really is. And it's a shame we have to sit up here and have this conversation about things we do. And it's and it personal to us? Yes, it is. It's personal to A&M. It's personal to our players. It's personal to our coaches and everybody involved. And I know the guy. I know him really well. It's amazing that we're allowed to do those things. It's really despicable. And I, and I hate it. For our players who are coming here, who did things the right way, have done things the right way, and will continue to do things the right way, I apologize to you that people insult you publicly the way they're doing it. And our fans, I, I apologize to you guys for people saying those things about Texas A&M. But I promise you this, there are, no, there are no violations. There are nothing wrong. It's the second time we've had to do this with grown men who don't get their way and want to pout, throw a fit, and act up. Just go ask all the people who work for him. You'll know exactly what he's about. I always said this. My dad always told me this. When people show you who they are, believe them. He's showing you who he is. Questions? Uh, to the left, Olin. Uh, a couple of things, Jimbo. First of all, have you had any contact with Nick since? No. Uh, oh, he's called. You just didn't take the call? Not going to. We're done. And uh, He shows you who he is. And then I just wanted to. He's the greatest ever, huh? And then I just wanted to. You got all the advantages? Uh It's easy. So, can you imagine like McVeigh doing that with Belichick? No. And and Jimbo ain't even McVeigh. But I mean, mean, can you imagine what it was just levied here? No. That feels like we're going to the Sportatorium and we're having a brawl this Saturday in a Texas bull rope match. That's right. Here's the thing. 
that is just I think he wants to fight him. Probably. Here's what's so he worked for him at LSU. Yeah, but he got that was real awful. personal, real personal. Dig into his past. Yeah. And by the way, he doesn't he hasn't always had all the advantages. Saban was at Michigan State and he built it at LSU where they hadn't previously done anything and they're still uh reaping the benefits of that through the last 20 years or so. And when he got to Bama it was a debacle. It was a debacle when yeah. he got to Bama. Dave Shula was the coach before him. Um here's the thing that I don't understand about this. It's legal to do what Jimbo Fisher did in the state of Texas. So why in the blue hell is he defensive? He ought to have said, yeah, we bought him and we can because those are the state rules here. That's what he should have done. What is he defending? Why is he so defensive? Because they're 17-year-old kids, Bo. (laughs) Yeah, and they all got paid. And guess what? The next 17-year-old. recruit one 18-year-old? The next 17, 18-year-old kids, they're going to get paid. I want to see the percentage of these kids that are actually 17 versus 18. Probably not many. I'm curious. From 18 to 21, Texas A&M signed let me get make sure, five five-star recruits from 18 to 21 in all those recruiting classes. In 2022, they signed seven. Big year. They took full advantage of the rules as they are written in their state. Yeah, because of the consortiums. The consortiums run amok. Amok in Texas. And those two teams play in Tuscaloosa, I think, October 8th. October 8th, confirmed. Field Yates tried to move it up to Saturday. It's funny. That's a funny line, yeah. I mean, I really feel like that he's called, not answering the call, not talking to him. I don't dig into his past. There's a lot there. So where do you think – how did – when do you think Saban will talk again, or does Saban wait? Saban this... is scheduled to talk on Sirius XM College today at 4.30. Okay. But my hunch is he won't. It's Rick Neuheisel and Sean Farnham. There's no way his first comments are going to be with those two. He'll either have a press conference in Tuscaloosa – Today. Today. Prior to that. Prior to that, that he can address. Oh, man. This afternoon. Sure. Well, there's supposed to go be on another Feinbaum. presser today, too, to address this. For whom? Dion. Oh, yeah, Dion Sanders is bad, Dion too. So we didn't is going to that. host a presser at some point today to address these little comments. How did Dion get looped in this? Because I saw somebody he's say that this was State. a work that was supposed to be helping Dion somehow. It does help Dion. And, by the way, the these this helped – this all helped. Like I feel like nobody under. I this feel like everybody Alabama. covering the sport, and the people. Not even everybody covering the sport. Even worse than that, the people that are in the sport are not aware that this is all now above board. Yes, this isn't illegal. Yes, like what Saban wants is Saban wants a couple. He wants guardrails. He wants everybody playing by the same rules, and he wants As there should be. and he wants the state of Alabama to catch up to Texas. If not. Those are the two things he wants. I do think he's right, though, about the sustainability of the model. It's not. Because it's not. It's not sustainable. And the problem is, there's, the most powerful man in the sport is Greg Sankey, who's the South Lethem's Conference Commissioner. And right now, he is not incentivized to put a rope around this. He's not, because his teams are winning everything. And they're getting all the talent. So he's not incentivized. <clears throat> the reason that they say we need federal intervention is because the only thing that would supersede state law is the federal intervention. Right. So that's why they say they need that. And Anthony Gonzalez, the former Buckeye receiver, talked about this when he was in Congress a couple years ago. Like this was a primary, a priority for him, was putting some sort of rules and jurisdiction around this. Because everybody should be playing by the same rules. Everyone's got to be playing by the same rules. But the only way that you can do that in college football is through collective bargaining and paying the players directly. And the problem with that is players are there for such a short amount of time that they're not interested in worrying about what's going to happen the next 10 years. 
So you almost need to have a committee of former players that negotiates that their chunk of it. Sure. And and college football needs to separate from the rest of college athletics. It's got to privatize. It's its own thing. And Jim Gene Smith, the athletic director at Ohio State, mentioned this last week that we the college football playoff ought to govern college football. Wouldn't you say that it is the second biggest sport in this country? Yeah, and I think it's that gap is only going to get bigger and bigger. Between that and number three. Yeah. Which yep. was what? The NBA? NBA probably. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Do you see how great that is, though, for the drama? you gotta, you got to think about this. Of course. This, these guys all understand this. The Southeastern Conference, when they sell their television rights, they are selling television shows. And they just, they just built a prime-time television show with Bama and Texas A&M. Yeah. Like, that is going to be must-see. By the way, before that is SEC Media Day. In Destin. And that is always. That's a circus anyway. Correct. And now you've thrown weighed in on this. Everybody's weighing in on it. Circus. It's gorgeous. It's great. Doing it the right way. Printing money in the South. It's so much fun. I wish I'm I'm envious because I wish like Ryan Day would go at Jimbo uh, Jim Harbaugh like that. I wish they'd go. Give me a little of that. That's awesome. The one thing that was kind of broken here, there was an unwritten. There's always kind of an unwritten rule in the South. You don't tattle on each other. Like you never saw Spurrier go, not often, and he was the most audacious. You rarely saw him go at another SEC coach. You go at play. You go to a program. Sure. You'd say you can't spell citrus without you without UT. Talking about Tennessee always playing in the Citrus Bowl, he'd throw shade at Georgia, but directly he would attack Bowden at Florida State. Not a fellow SEC. Right. So that's the interesting thing here. This is uh, this is SEC on SEC crime. It's lovely, and it's levying you know claims of impropriety against somebody who's doing something very much within the rules. It's just those rules are set up more beneficially for See, Texas that's what I don't understand. than Alabama. Yes, I don't understand why Jimbo is so defensive. Saban didn't take shots at him. He basically he's taking shots at the Alabama law, saying if we don't get it changed, he's putting Texas A&M's is coming out of his mouth. So yes, I understand that's that. why. But the rule that's the problem is the rule in Alabama that makes it more restrictive for collectives, consortiums, to deal with recruits than it is in Texas. Is it possible that at the next SEC media day that Jimbo Fisher walks up on stage, slaps Saban, and says, <laughs> keep my school's name out of your mouth? Well done. Thank you. Well done. It's a mailbag next day. Level is next. Yeah, well, gosh. No kidding. See you on Monday, kids. I will see you on Monday. You know what I'm doing tomorrow? Where, no, I don't. Oh, yeah. You're C- out? Cedar Point. You're doing Cedar Point tomorrow. Cedar Point tomorrow. My guy Wonderful. Jace, he's a CBD listener. He works Cedar Point. Jace hooked it up. Going with the broski. Wow. Yeah. We're going to have a go. great time out there. The Monobros. Good job out of you, Jace. It's going to be great. Yeah. So thank you very much. I'm looking Good forward job. to it. It's going to be fun. Tweet uh, the questions for us at Browns underscore daily. Use the hashtag AskCBD. We'll get as many as we can around 130 You can also today. use the hashtag Peepaw on those. And I think that Hashtag Peepaw works as well. Yep. Lots of bad advice out there about gambling, from secret methods to picking lottery numbers to betting big when you're on a roll. He's going to lose you, buddy. You. Get you in trouble. So before you wager, find out what's real and what isn't at keepitfunohio.com. Final hour up next, Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Rumpke Waste Recycling, family-owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer or as an employee, you'll be part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. Seeing some images of our offensive players boarding jets headed for the Bahamas. There you go. Listen, I think that you know the only miss on this thing is that we weren't invited along to do Browns Daily from the Bahamas. Let's go international. What do you say? That's what my uh, my old college roommate Al B, who is now the yeah. Burger King of Atlanta, has the Grindhouse. Nick oh, Trump's the Grindhouse, favorite, yeah, the favorite Burger, burger place. Yeah. Um, Please tell me he dresses like Bueller when he was the Sausage King of Chicago. I mean, you could say not as much vest work, but he did. He used to love wearing. He had these corduroys, and then he had these shoes that he called comb overs because the front of the shoe looked like it kind of the leather combed <laughs> over the front, and so he loved those. But it, that was his saying. So if if like he wanted to get Chinese food and I wanted to get like a steak or a sure. pizza or whatever, his or you know, some get some tacos. Maybe not pizza. Yeah, maybe because tacos. It, yeah, yeah, tacos and Chinese food, for example, would be one example of this. And then he would say, "Let's go international." What do you say? Meaning. Let's have. Is he the kid's both. son? Let's have the kid. Just all impressions end up being the kid because he's just he's just so great. <laughs> he is so great. Oh, oh boy, that's fun. Where are we at the PGA, Gibby? Do you got a lead on for me on that? What's my leaderboard at the PGA? Give me a second. One thousand one. Wow, rough. Rough day today Man. for you guys. Listen, Peepaw moves Rough. a little slow. You give him a few more. You give him a little, uh, all right, here we go. Long runway. Because <laughs> I had this at 215, not at 208. Oh, sorry. Oh, read. Man. Uh, leaderboard Ooh, update. I man. like to do it at the top of the hour. Zalatoris, McElroy, Hodge, all at four under. Mm. Right. Zalatoris is in for the day. Okay. Come okay. on, Roars. Oh, McElroy just went to five under. Let's go. He's back. Back to five under. Uh, Kucher, three under. Ooh. Kirk, Pereira, Shoffley, Smith, answer. Riley, Mueller at minus two. Can I ask a question? Where are we at on uh, John Daly? Stand by. I mean, he was at, he was at two through 12. I'm nervous, yeah. I'm not so sure about that anymore. Well, clearly he's not at two anymore. Can he hang out? Can he be hanging out at one under? Can he be hanging out at one under? Uh, he's not at one under. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's great that he kicks off the pga championship though daily plus two in oh. for the day. where's tags did you get us that uh, no uh, tiger woods now at plus three yeah i knew as soon as i saw that three what is a cane i said that's tough yeah because the cane well. didn't come out till like day two at, no at, at correct and as soon as i saw him trying to walk up there was a hole that that he was walking up to get to the the green, and I thought that's way hillier than I realize on television. Jordan Spieth is at plus two. Jason Duffner plus one. Hmm. Something to keep your eye on there. Hmm. There you go. There you go. Did you see the hole where they hit the drives over the green? I'm not hard to seeing. Yeah, that was aggressive. A lot of trust. Is that? There's no way that that would be like how the members play. None. That means zero there's chance. A, there's People a, would be murdered. Yeah, that means that there is a T that they had to set up. Oh, uh, Miss Kay. Is Miss Kay uh, going to Cedar Point with you? No, she's got a she's got a bunch of meetings. So hmm. no. Well, Sad. Truth is though, she was iffy on it. I mean, when we went to, she was such a trooper. But like at at, at Disney, they don't have any coasters that are really gonna you know get crazy on you. Um, like she loves the rock and roller coaster, which I think is a pretty good coaster. But when we went to Universal when she did the Velocicoaster, which is probably the 
coolest roller coaster I think I've been on, and I'm excited to go to Cedar Point now and and compare that because when last time I was at Seal Point, Seal Vengeance, I loved Maverick. I mean, I love all their coasters. Yeah, they've got the best you're coasters the, in the world. You're always a prisoner of the moment, right? So sure. the last like crazy one you ride, you're like, oh man, that was the crazy. Which one was this at Disney? At no, at uh, Universal. Universal, the Velocicoaster. It's brand new in the Jurassic Park world. It's nuts. Their old Jurassic Park thing was like a boat ride that was drop at the end. They still have that. Okay, that's still a big exists. drop where you get wet at the end. Yeah, and just, they would the things would like jump at you. Yeah, that's still that's still around. This okay. is where did, what did it? Where is it at? Where's the location? Of right it? out on the water, and in fact, there's one part where you are going upside down for a good while, straight upside down like this, which I've never done before. And Do they still have the dueling dragons one. I wonder if it took that place. Maybe no. They have Hulk still. Hulk still there. Okay, uh, it's so like directly across the that, water from the, the Hulk. They took the place of the Dueling Dragons one. There used to be two where you would hang, and they would go in different ways. You'd come at each other, and all. Yes. This. No. That's gone. Yeah. And this, this is in its place. This is there, and so it's like a launch, and then you do a bunch of loop de loops, and another launch. You loop de loops. You flip completely upside down. Then they have a corkscrew where your head is maybe two feet from the water. Gosh, they, it's close, man. It's really close to the water. Maybe it's five feet from the water, but it, it feels tight. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're watching it go by. But when we finished that ride, she was very nervous about going on. She goes on. Angel. When we finish that ride, I, I look over and she is bawling. No. Bawling. Hysterical. Like, thought she was going to die. It didn't help that. So you go through the line for a, like it, it was maybe a couple hours. You get there, and then when you finally are close, they have this video, and it's all the people from Jurassic Park. Um, what's the, I can't. Why can't I think of the name? Chris, the main actor from Jurassic Park. Anyway, Andy from Parks and Rec. Yes. Yeah. Also from Gardens of the Chris Galaxy. Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. He comes on. And he's like, "We haven't tested this thing out. Like, don't do it. It's dangerous." And and the whole thing is that you're in this shoot, and then the the velociraptors break out of the chutes, and so that's why you take off to get away from the velociraptors. Okay, that they're like chasing you, and he's like, "Nobody should do this. It isn't safe." And he's like, "Oh, they're there. They can hear me. Oh, you're gonna be fine." Well, we go through this, and she's even though she realizes this is part of the the gimmick, right? Right before we're about to go on, the ride broke down for a second, and so we had to wait like an extra fifteen minutes while they test it with nobody on it oh and then, no all of this so, drama yeah all the drama's building up she's getting ted so but when we finish she's crying Poor and it was part relief but part i've never been so scared so when i said hey we could go to, let's go to cedar point she's like yeah, i'm not so sure i want to go through this roller coaster experience and this is america's roller coast after all she's like beamsy that's what kingsley is kingsley's not he's he, not a coaster I, I got man. him i got him on a coaster last year it's not gonna be that bad i said i believe it was um it's Magnum. Magnum's got yeah, the long a fun crawl. Ride. Yeah. It's got that long crawl though. And you are it's way high. If you don't like heights, forever. Forget it takes it. forever to get to the first drop. Yeah, yes. you should and so you that, that slow bit. Well, he rode some of the other stuff like and he was Gemini. okay. Yeah, we did some of that did you stuff. You get a little steel vengeance? No, no, he didn't know new. No. no. We're so not there yet. I thought Magnum was the easiest. I should have what I should have done is Maverick cuz Maverick's really Maverick is what my favorite. Oh, it's great. But it's not you don't see that you're shot out of a cannon. Yeah. So you don't get that long crawl. What got him was the long crawl. And what's the other one that, that Magnum took over for? Millennium Force. Oh, so no, Millennium Force is the newer one. Yes. Yeah, Magnum. Oh, so. Magnum's over on the other well, side. Yeah. Millennium Water. Force has like an elevator system. You're not it goes like, faster. Yeah, much Magnum faster. Is up. Magnum is a crawl. 
and it's like the you know Millennium Force has the elevator system that gets you up there in like eight seconds. It gets you up there quicker. Yeah. Than Meg. So you I think it was the height. Carol. Oh man, it's crazy. I'll yeah. never forget. You remember the blackout that happened? Now we're going back now, like in early early two thousands, Gibbe? Yeah, two thousand two. No, that, I was in Florida. That sounds about right. So it was a blackout that originated actually in Ohio. It wiped out everything. Like Manhattan, from here really? to Manhattan. Oh yeah. It was a big deal. Okay. I yeah. was in I was I remember I was in Puerto Vallarta at the time, and I remember watching this. And one of the images that has always stuck with me is that when it happened, I want to say either on Magnum, I don't know if Millennium Force was there, but whatever the tall one was, that's when the power went out. And so everybody who was on that train had to get out 2003. And, and walk. They had to figure out how to get them to where they could then walk down, which nope, I have no interest in heights. None. Nope. Zero. Nope. Oh, I've seen it. I'll see you here tomorrow. I'm not doing that. I'm not paratrooping. Wouldn't you just sleep there? I would I'm be like, sure I'm buckled there. in and I'm sleeping. I'm gonna here. stay here. Yes. If you could, if you could somehow like get a drone to drop me a couple Fine. of tacos, Perfect. corn tortillas only. Corn only. Do you trust position. people who only want tacos and flour tortillas? Not at all. Same. Not at all. It's in total. fact, I don't even know. I I look at them. It's like, what awful. are you doing? I just I feel like, why would you do that? There's a better way. Yeah. Yeah, and you've you've dropped it. <laughs> There's a better way, and you yeah. you failed. You blew it, boy. Yeah. There's one at Cedar Point that the one that's around the front that never seems to be open that I haven't ridden yet. I haven't ridden Val that, Raven that one, and I haven't yep. ridden Steel Vengeance. Those two. Oh, Steel Vengeance. Steel Vengeance. The line was too big. The boys were wearing down. Steel Vengeance down. is a real treat. We had to make a choice, Maverick or that. I felt like Maverick was the most in play for the kids. Uh, had a ball on that. That's probably my favorite one up there. But I will. I look forward to Steel Vengeance. Um, oh. And then the Val Raven one, that thing's never open. It looks dicey, but it's never open. It looks great. Probably a ball. I hope it's open tomorrow. Yeah, me too. All right, Jared Durbin at CBSSports.com gave his NFL offensive rankings. We'll tell you where we stand on that list. Coming up next, you listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on A50 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. The Bath Authority can give you the bathroom of your dreams. Why not transform your current bathroom into a custom bath? My friends, in a day, it'll feel like a spa. Trust me, go check out my friends at the Bath Authority. They make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is Cleveland's premier bath and shower remodeler. They have expert factory-trained installers. They have the largest selection of bath projects. They're all made in the United States. You can change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding. If you need to convert your tub into a shower, they will crush that for you. Superior products, expert installers. Give them a call now for 500 bucks off your next custom bath bath or shower remodel that number is 216-220-8399 or go to the bathauthority.com if you call them right now 500 bucks off tell them both sent you 216-220-8399 on that jared durbin cbs sports ranking the 2022 nfl offenses at number one the tampa bay buccaneers at number one on his list of teams uh at number two the rams the chiefs are three the chargers are four the packers are Five on that list. Bills six. Bills are too low. Uh, Cowboys are seven. Bills Bengals are, are too low. Bengals are too low too. Bengals are too low, and we're too low at ten. The Philadelphia Eagles have a better offense than we do. No, they don't. I don't. I don't think that that no. passes the mustard, Jared. No. How dare you? That doesn't cut the mustard. That's for darn sure. Yeah. No, that doesn't make any sense to me in any way. That 
No, ridiculous. That our quarterback is the same as Jalen Hurts? Come on. What are we doing? What are we doing here? That's, that does, that's not correct. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting one of the highest wide receiver tight end grades is odd to me because, yes, they've got Evans. Godwin is coming back off an injury. So, yeah, that's a great duo. Somebody tell me who the number three receiver is. And then Gronk is not, as of now, playing in the NFL. Correct. We could get more seafood towers than we can eat. Possibly. I do not. I don't see any scenario. Wait a second. I'm just seeing this. So they grade Jalen Hurts as even with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's right. Jared does. Here's the other one. They, we're even. Hold on. You want another fun even one? Are you ready for this? Yeah. What team in the NFL do does do these rankings believe has the same quality running back stable? Oh, I'm sorry. There are actually three others that have the same running back stable as we do here with the Cleveland Browns. I would think Colts maybe. Colts, Jonathan Taylor, and? Tennessee maybe. No, but Jonathan Taylor hurt. and who? Oh, I don't know. No Is this backup as good as Kareem Hunt? Oh, no, no. I was just thinking others who you could try to make an argument that they're in the vicinity, and the only one I could think of that would maybe be is perhaps the Colts. And, again, ours is the best. So Colts gets a five. I would say just Colts, like us. maybe Vikings with Vikings, Dalvin. Dalvin, and Alexander Madison, who's who's good Pretty good in his own right. Okay. Maybe Tennessee. Nope, four and a half. And that's it. Am I missing somebody else other than us with a five? But you are. I find it to be a stunning five. It's right on the very first page. Apparently, the tandem of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon Come is on. the same as Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt Come and Dearness Johnson. What are we even doing here, man? That seems wild to me. What are you even doing here, Jared? That seems wild. Our offensive line isn't a five somehow? The Bucks have a five offensive line. We don't We're have a four five and a half, offensive though. We're line. We're a four and a half. It feels like we'd be a five offensive line, right? Yeah. We're definitely five running backs. Disrespect for so this has a like, play caller, only a four. Hurtful. So it's got a quarterback. It has Jalen Hurts on the same level as Deshaun Watson. Yes. Kyler Murray. Derek Carr. That's really like that's pumping him or up all a little fours. bit. Yeah. Uh, that's a bit surprising to me. Lamar's a four and a half. Russ is a four and a half. Stafford four and a half. And then Brady, Mahomes, Herbert, Rogers, fives. Burrow four and a half. Dak Prescott four and a half. Dak Prescott four. And a half. Dak. Dak. All right. I mean, what are we supposed to do with Jared? What are we supposed to do with these guys, man? Listen again. I like look. A top ten offense is something we would be thrilled to have. We had a top ten offense last year. We win this division going away. Facts. So I'll take that, and I don't mind continuing to be what I would say is a little bit under the radar this year. And I think a lot of it has to do with the uncertainty, right? And, and I understand that completely. But I absolutely believe in the talent that is here. I believe in the play caller that is here. And I think that we've got an opportunity to be a very a team of great consequence. Oh, by the way, you would have loved this. All right. And uh, meet the rookies. I was talking with Cade York, the kicker. Mm -hmm. Very impressive kid. Very calm. Just a very calm, calm guy. He said, I asked him about, you know, make, taking big pressure kicks. And he said, there's a privilege. We call it the privilege of pressure. And I said, oh, it's like the privilege of expectations. Phrase I coined not all that recently. 
low maybe, those many years ago. Maybe headed into 2019, I believe it was. It went swimmingly. <laughs> Four Horsemen. I mean, that was yours. Which was it's a all great right one. there. Felt it's all great. right there. Felt great at the time. It really, really <laughs> felt good. It felt so good. I'm not sure anything ever felt better in the moment. No. And, uh, and, and, those, and it was and, the greatest of all time. Oh, yeah. It's, and the beautiful. It's, now it's lost some luster, but in the moment it was – it as was good as it got. That was like a perfect grape that now, low these many years later, is like a raisin that was found under my parents' couch. Pedro's. Yeah, Pedro found another raisin. Another raisin. Yeah, sad. Nate. Sad. Uh, Bleacher Nate, Report. there's raisins under the couch again. Five teams that improved their playoff odds the most this season. This is a summary from producer Braden. Uh, the Browns and Ravens oh. are notable teams in the AFC North. The Ravens, Lions, and Giants are included in the list for their talented draft classes. The Browns and Broncos made major quarterback moves this offseason and have seriously increased their playoff chances as well. Do you Good think summary. Great summary. Do you think that it's a coincidence that on the day that he became a, a peepaw that Gibbe brought in some young blood to help him? Help him. To help him out. It's the tiny print. It hurts the small prints so yeah. to get to him a little bit. I can't read this, Braden. Will you read this for He's going to be great in the Ben Franklins. Is 2020. I don't need cheaters. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, that there it is. Right. No, 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 no. He's going to be like this. He's like he's like He's got you got to hold it. You got to hold, hold it back. Away. Wait. Ooh, okay. It's a oh, tight yeah. read. See that? It's a tight read. Tight read. Take it easy on people, okay? Take it easy. Yeah. 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 He's got a lot more responsibilities now that he's a people. Uh, we hit the mailbag Boy. coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Now your business is shopping for an enterprise operating systems partner, but you don't know where to begin. Bo here for my friends at EOX Vantage. They're data scientists who are also business operations experts. Your EOX Vantage team not only builds and installs your system, they act as your ongoing tech support. So you're hiring a continuous improvement and support system. EOX Vantage is not tied to any single brand of hardware or software, so you're getting a truly customized, purpose-built solution along with a partner that answers only to you. And EOX Vantage does not outsource. All the operational expertise, proprietary solutions, and tech support came from one unified partner. See how companies have profited from hiring one fully objective operating systems partner at EOXVantage.com. All right, Peepaw. We got a little mailbag? Yep. Can I kick off the mailbag? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I like what would be what's funny about that. Is you don't ask permission for anything, but then you ask permission for this, and then on this one issue, you're going to listen. You'll listen. On this one issue, I'll listen. Maybe. Rob Foster tweets at the show, the way you guys torture Gibby with such grace and ease is priceless. Great radio. You're welcome. It's Uh, all in love. It is all in love. Bud Leiterman. I love this That was great. Take on steak was spot on. Yeah, no doubt. Medium rare. Yeah, I have a um, I had a situation last weekend when I had I did some steaks for my dad and uncle um, Friday or Saturday, and I let the grill. Is he still in town? By the way, no, they took off yesterday. No. He didn't even to, come visit. I'm so sad. They got they a new Sioux, car. They got to Sioux Falls. They did get a new car. That was fun. Um, so th- they uh, I I let the grill get a little too hot. Like I forgot when I started it, and it was. 800 degrees fine and no no but i mean it went char pretty quick 
And I normally I like it at 500, sear, sear, two and a half minutes each side. Perfect. We're good to go. Away we go. And um, I, as soon as I put him down, I heard him sizzle, and I went, oh, this is – we got too aggressive here. So we don't worry. You're looking in great concern. These are ribeyes, the delicious ribeyes, completely salvaged. They were just actually what, what I think can be described as a Pittsburgh cooking style, which is to a very charred, dark edge, not black, but a dark, crispy edge, and then a warm center. Yeah. So where I usually like a medium rare all the way through, sure. this was a different experience. Uh, but still very, very good and would still qualify probably closer to medium rare rare than medium rare. Well, that's the hard part at that kind of that's attempt the temperature. To get it, but right. I was panicked and my feeling was I would rather pull them out then than go too much because then it's done. I'm not doing that. Mr. Zagura. So what I would recommend in that scenario, because that's I like to get mine that hot. You go 800? Yeah, for the initial sear. But that, you can't do more than a minute on each side Yeah. at that point. But what I do then is I have... I have six burners. Yep. So I do the two on the right full, the two in the middle full with the sear station in the middle full, and then I do the two on the left off. Oh, I like that. So I will sear, sear, and then I move it to the off side, and then I can indirect it, and then I do kind of a a managing of up and down until you get it there. And then that's how you can – it's the best way to do it without a sous vide to still get the, you know, the full-on goodness. Yeah. I gotta get it takes back more into time, the, It does. I got to get back into the sous vide. It was something that so was such easy. a part of my life. Oh, it's so easy. Um, it's a huge it's part the of best. Um, it's my great But friend. I have found that as I'm running around, sometimes I forget. Because you have to have the hour built in. Sure. On the sous vide. And sometimes I forget. It's worth it, though. For sure. Right. If you it's can get it. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. We're taking your questions for the next I have one. 10 or 12 minutes or so. I've at got Browns one. underscore daily. Tweet them to us. I've Use got hashtag one. Ask CBD. All right, this one comes to us from our good friend Tommy Clayco at Mr. Tom Bomb. What grandfatherly activities do you think Peepaw Gibbe will excel at now that he is in fact a Peepaw? Hashtag Ask CBD. Hashtag Ask Peepaw. Here's what my hunch is. Five wood to Zagura's knee. <laughs> that doesn't feel very. Here's what I. Here's what my guess is. I have a feeling. And there's a lot of similarities between the grandfather activities and bar games. Yeah. And I'm guessing he's great at all bar games. So I'm I would believe that when, when I think of the contender I, in beer pong, I think of bocce. I feel you'd be great at bocce. I cannot drink you till the sun comes up. Let's you said remember. it, brother. I think he would be great at any sort of shuffleboard. Yes. He would be great at shuffleboard. Sure. I bet he's great at bocce. A great I dart see him player. Being great at croquet. Yes. I bet he's great at darts. I mean, he's already set up for this. He's been practicing this his whole life. He's been, and listen, the other thing is, I think he's great at probably sitting in his chair. Yes. With a cold beer in his hand. I think he's great at that. For sure. I think he's going to be great with numerous get-off-my-lawn type situations. Coach Tarp, what a zest for life he has. He really is. He loves ball. Loves it. I, I want about, a hoodie out of his room. Oh, that'd be a great one. Yeah, that'd be a good one. He. It would be like Pat. There'd probably be some like blood, sweat, and yep. tears in That's that hoodie. Right. I think he's you're a great get off my lawn guy already. You're also a very peepaw thing to say would be, I've already had a great run. It's been a great run. Like no, yeah, no I'm no not question. worried about no tomorrow. Regret. No regret. And he's already run. saying that. Already been saying that. No. You've been saying that for a decade. You've been in many I've ways been a spectacular run. In many ways, you've been a peepaw before you were a peepaw. 
So I really he's think he's been it's like, preparing for this an, his whole life. Yes. Yeah. He's been living as though he were a peepaw this entire time. You're an old soul, Gibby. That's right. Sure. Uh, my friends are having quite a bit of fun with this. I bet they are. I, why wouldn't they be? Uh, we're all we're having a great buddy, time. Already sent me a giant four-pound bag of the mini pacifier hard candies. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, from my godson that said, happy birthday, Grandpa Gibby. I bet you're going to become a big Werther's original guy. Werther's original. This yeah. comes next from Little my buddy jars Jenko. with candies. I Jenko. love it. Oh, yeah. What a drop out of here. Hey, Gibby. That's old Do you now have a pocket full of Werther's originals? He got a text about Werther's originals. Did you really? Yeah. Do you now have a pocket full of Werther's originals? Follow up. Do you now smell like Vicks VapoRub? Yes. yes. Hashtag CBD. I bet he's going to start putting mothballs hey, in his closet. I can't wait to cup check you next week. Are you going to put mothballs in your closet? Werther's sure original is a delicious flavor. It's a horrible. Wonderful. Horrible. I hate them. What? What? I hate Werther's Originals. I Why? think they're disgusting. Isn't it just butterscotch? I hate yes, butterscotch. It's delicious. It's delicious. I think Gibbe now for all for, for the Christmas season. line from a movie, but we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. No, we're not. Gibbe's going to be giving out fruit. What is this? Fruit breads like fruit loaves? He's going to give those out along with a box of C's candy. That's what you're going to get. box of C's candy for Horrible for things Christmas. on every front. What are those awesome. things called? You know what I'm talking about? Like Christmas, people get it. It's like, is it a fruit loaf? It's a fruit cake. A fruit cake. Fruit cake. Fruit cake. Yeah. Fruit cake. Yeah. Fruit cake give it. Fruit loaf. Fruit cake. Yeah, well, it's more like, like a bread. It's it is. Like, like a bread. bread. It's a fruit cake. Just it's not a that, loaf. That's, that is, I'm going to send it to your house. It's not a panettone. You know what I mean? Which is a fine bread with fruit. Uh, Bobby Meshling, what are your shirt sizes? Bobby Hashtag AskCBD. L. Large. Really large. 3XL. Meckling, what's he up to? I that guy. Do you think things. you're gonna start smoking like a pipe at the end of the day? Don't you think you could see? No. Did I tell you guys like in the uh, pandemic? I looked into that. Yeah. I really like the idea of it. I like the idea of it too. I love the idea of it. And what I the pushback I got was is go buy a pipe sm- uh, a, a, a pipe smelling candle because you're really not gonna like how you sm- smell how you're how you're gonna how it's gonna taste how it's gonna smell. Nah. But the smoke coming out of it that that warm sweet smoke. That comes out of a pipe, and I like the idea of it. The I think just the of holding it. of the yes. pipe is an awesome spot. Yeah, I love the idea of having a smoking jacket, um, a room the kids can't come into without asking permission. All of those things I'm for, um, but I'm told it's not great. Meckling is firing off questions since Meckling's he's been a absentee legend. for like three weeks. Thanks for listening to the show, Bobby. He was Appreciate so dis- How dare you take shots at Robert? Don't you dare. The, yes. the, what's amazing? Well, hey. So amazing like, that he's. You know he's, what day we do this. It's not a secret. Some people have to work, Peapot. Some say, get off my lawn. By the way, Brown's Therapy has you running me over with the golf cart, which feels kind of like. Totally. <laughs> Attempted assault. That's totally. All in play. play. Uh, golf outing's from coming Meckling, soon. What is one show that annoys you that your kids watch? Dude, perfect. For a while, for my kid, it, my it was a YouTube show. It was the Dobre Brothers. They loved those guys, and I was God, like, "My kids had a couple of them that were just." I would awful. call them the Dopey Brothers. They get so mad at me. So mad. And I, the that, funny Dad. thing is, is like I yes. should like Dude Perfect because Dude Perfect's great. They're in a, they're always in a great mood. Nice guys. They're doing sports. They yep. feel like they're having the best time. Yep. But the one guy yells all the time. Everything he does is a yell. It is. That's true. And I one time I broke kind of the, I kind of like broke it to the kids, and I said. You do realize, like, they're not getting all this on the first shot. Right. They're probably here for a week. But they're getting it. They they're get getting it. it. But it's ta- it's probably a week worth. And then it always bugs me they make, like, $30 million a year. Yeah. But they seem like nice guys. They seem like they're good dudes. Yeah. Like, I could not believe Augusta let them on there. 
No, that is that crazy. was stunning that they yeah. let Augusta said, "Yeah, come on, yeah, shoot a shoot a Nerf football at a at 13. Yeah. By the way, that that impression I did of my kids was a Bootsy. That was I maybe that was the Bootsy yeah. line. Yeah. Come on, Dad. Why do you joke about that, Dad? Don't call him the dopey. What's your favorite color to wear from Bobby Meckling? I think black. Sounds like a question the cousin of Mo Pedman might ask. I think black. I like a navy blue and a, an up blue. I like a good up blue, like Kingsley. Yeah, that's you. Look, that, that was inspired by you. The uh, yeah, yeah. I, li- I like a navy blue. I like a gray. Yeah. I always. I, I'm not a big black shoes guy. No. So that's always with the black. I don't know what to. I, I don't know where to go on the footwear. You could just throw a gray down there. You could throw a, a yeah. light. I sometimes I would throw a white. Down. And I, quite, I yeah. like the contrast of that as well. Yeah. That is, uh, you got a little Gary player in you. Oh, yeah. Sure. Little John Cash. Sure, John. Oh, yeah. yeah not afraid of John it's Cash. no wonder your affinity for this, this hat. At, That's a great hat. At I'm Browns really underscore it. daily using the hashtag AskCBD. The hat is spectacular. Um, Legos or Lincoln Logs? I was a Lincoln Logs guy. Same. Growing up as in a the kid, old West, yeah, Lincoln same. Logs. Yeah. Same. Legos to me, I you know. What are you going to do with it? Like, once you build it, you can't play with it. It breaks. Yeah. <laughs> My buddy, uh, Beep. Right? I mean, you're laughing because it's true. Yeah. Like, we got the kids when they were little. We'd get them all these, you know, Star Wars or whatever, Legos. And then they build the plane. Well, what do they want to do? They want to play with it. Well, you can't. Yeah. As soon as you take it in the air, break. Oh, yeah. You're right. My buddy, Beatbox, his son, uh, Lego J, as we call him, big Lego guy. And he builds, like, the Star Wars ones. Like, serious stuff but he can't play with it like no, you just set him on a thing yeah. and look at him i that's guess right. i guess that's you the put idea. the lego on a pedestal yeah. kip rosen bo thanks to your dad and uncle for dropping off that browns hoodie for me in sioux falls from brad mellon don't tell the girl oh no problem what? kip i'm glad you enjoyed it yeah they spent the night there last night at kip's house boy yep they were in sioux Good falls last night howard snyder tweets at the show big z what's your favorite asian food group and favorite dish Oh boy! Good grief! What it's an like, incredible! I mean, that's, that's like a, that's, asking me to choose your between favorite, my children. Favorite, favorite child? Yeah, yeah, that yep. would be very difficult. Uh, I really think if I had to eliminate one for, if I could only have one, I think it'd have to be Thai food and a, a nice pad ki mao, which is kind of the spicy drunken noodle. That's just really for me. I love sushi though. I was just going to say, I don't know how. I mean, I've seen you consume sushi. Oh, yeah, I love sushi. And your sushi or sushi ordering prowess is stuff of legend. Restaurants would be sad if I gave up sushi. It turns out it's a lot more expensive than, than Pad Ki Mao. <laughs> yeah, but that, yes. I'm not sure I've had that noodle. Oh, man, it's great. I don't think I've had great Thai here. <sighs> Go to Peppermint right there on a Lander Circle. Peppermint Thai is great. Get the crazy noodles, but then ask them to use the Pad noodles, and that makes it a true Pad Ki Mao. I'd go for a three-star spicy. Don't be afraid. Their scale actually goes to ten stars, but they only publicly talk about three. I don't need to get. I've that. tried. You know, the 10. I don't like that. You know I tried I the ten. Electric. Yeah. It'll I'm set gonna, your hair on fire. I'm gonna turn the tables. What questions do you got for Braden here? He's our high school shadow from Kenston. What's it like yeah. being in the uh, presence of a grandpa? Yeah. Other than uh, your own. Well, uh, sitting next to him, I can say that he definitely likes the new nickname. I think you should keep it going. Yeah, Peepa. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I would just yeah, say, Brad. Tread yeah, lightly. Yeah, because while, while Z and I do not, you know, we have a little, you know, we're talent. We have a little bit of, of leeway, leeway We here. have a runway here. He is in control of your future. That is a good point. Well, he he's is wearing, in control of your future. He's wearing orange camo, an orange camo Browns polo. So maybe Gibby can't see him. 
He has people on right? He's got camo. What do you got? Orange camo. I don't know, but I kind of like it. That's gorgeous. I'd, I'd wear that for I've sure. I've had it for a while. I I golf and I have a bunch of Browns polo shirts. So what? Tell us about your game. I would say I'm a below average, about a ninety. A ninety. Okay. There, you could take Peepa. Probably could, but then I'd start fo- feeding him beers. He'd be dead. Well, people, I'm pretty Kenston, sure. Kenston Bombers. Yep. Great school colors, right? Little yep. baby blue and navy. Yeah, yeah I love it. I, I think it's a great color scheme. Yeah, it is. And how old are you? I'm 18. Yeah, Peepaw's yeah. trying to throw beers down an 18-year-old's gullet right now. <laughs> Peepaw, there are laws. This is a society. Look at a society, Peepaw. I believe this week I've proven there is no such thing. He's going to be the cool Peepaw, too. Come on over to Peepaw's. Oh, look at this. Look, what, look what's out here. Eh, there's certain... I don't know about that. Cannot wait for the Gibby lessons to be imparted on Young Finn. Oh my God, it's gonna be amazing! It's amazing, Finn Gibby. Amazing set of lessons. FG, are you gonna like? Are you gonna start walking around with like a cane too? I feel like Peepaw with a cane walking around would be really great. I am a perfectly healthy individual. Yeah, but it's my not. Choice it's a fashion cane. Might not be great. It's I a would love you. Cane. I would also love you in like a newsboy hat. Or like a Tom Landry now that he's a peepaw. Oh, a Landry. Like a Landry. Like you a fedora? Good? Yeah. Wouldn't he look great in a Landry? Fedora. He'd be amazing. I rocking chair. <laughs> a rocking chair. <laughs> Every lunch is soup. <laughs> Every story says, back hey, in man. my day. I-, I will say this. Like, back in my, my father-in-law day. has been on like a soup kick. Sure. He does soup for lunch. He does some eggs that I make him for breakfast. Yeah. Down, dude's down 75 pounds. Of course. Soup's delicious. And then he has three buckets of beer at Fat Little Buddies, and he's like, who said you can't have beer and lose weight? It's all a balance. I've got it figured out. Pee-paw. Pee-paw give a. Pee-paw give a. It's so great. I would. I wonder if that's a – let me see. I think Pee-paw give a – you know those skits that they would do in, a, in, in Jack Beep? Can you say that? Can you say that word? You know the franchise, the movie franchise? Uh, let's, no, let's, the avoid Johnny Knox, let's avoid it. The Johnny Knoxville oh movie God. franchise. When he would dress up as like the grandpa, that Peapod Gibbe is that guy. You can say that. Absolutely yeah. you can, by the way. All right, go for it. That Peapod Gibbe. Not taken. Not taken. Available. Come on, dude. At Peapod Gibbe. At Peapod Gibbe. Come on. No. And have like the, the picture be a, a nice picture of you holding Finn. Just like if you're signing up for that account right now, Bishop, we're gonna have words. I'd like to see it's there, like, or there, it's available. In one hand, in one hand, he's got Finn, and the other hand, he's got like a beer and a Werther's original. <laughs> I feel like that'd be the greatest peepaw. Here's a here's an ass CBD from Lance. Where's yesterday's pod? Can't find it anywhere. Why are we having so much trouble with the finding of the pods? Yeah. Oh, because I wasn't around to post it yesterday. <laughs> peepaw. Don't you have backup? Not on that, I don't. So if peepaw's out, there's no pod. You can always get it at YouTube, right? Was it on YouTube at least? Yeah. So when I said earlier in this week, it'll that be if, up if here. When I'm not here, is there even a show? Truly, if Gibby's not here, if you don't see it live, there ain't a show. You can still get it on YouTube, even yeah, without YouTube, Gibby. and you'll get the always. podcast later today, along always. with the new BPA out. You see that he's holding? He was holding our show for BPA. There One less BPA. Isaiah Thomas sits down with Nathan Zagura on the BPA. Oh, <laughs> Dialing dial right back up, right back up, including. I had a great, I had a great uh, conversation with him, and I won't spoil the entire thing, but one thing that jumped out to me is I was asking him, I said, we're talking about Perry Young. They played together, obviously, at Oklahoma. And he was talking about, I don't know what's louder, you pressing the button or the C's. 
<laughs> the button is loud. To be honest, you yeah. missed I'm not that sure yesterday. About that. Yeah. I'm not sure. No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. Um, and he was saying that Perion, as we know, a loud, loud guy. We're already fast friends. Sometimes on the line, he'd be like, "I'm going B gap, cover me." But he would say it so loud yeah. that the offensive line would, would hear. Be like, dude, they can hear you. Like, <laughs> which good. I thought was great. That's it, great. It, it, it made me chuckle. That makes me chuckle. Yeah. So does this. So much more to come. Cleveland Browns Daily, eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. You got to call in tomorrow from Cedar Point from some coaster. I'll try. I can do that. Yeah, yeah I mean, I want to hear from you at some yeah. coaster about where you're at. But I won't be wearing is what Ethan Adams believes Gibbe needs to wear on the golf course now for Peapaw. I said compression socks with shorts are mandatory on the golf course now, Peapaw. <laughs> my Gibbe. golf game's just fine, thank you. And how about our boy Bobby Meckling? Today was the first time my wife has heard and asked CBD. You called me a legend. She rolled her eyes. Hashtag stay humble. Not all heroes wear cakes, Not, Bobby. They don't all, Bob. Keep up the good work, buddy. Bobby! 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 Good job to you, Braden, as well. Braden, great job. Next level is next. People. Cleveland Rose Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. People. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.